Hey y'all, my name is CJ Kapilar. Welcome to Listen and Learn, the LER podcast. In our very first episode, you'll be hearing interviews with some of my fellow LER students, Olivia, Bartek, and Xavier. All three are double Illini, meaning they attended UIUC for undergrad and are now in LER. You'll hear them talk about their journey that led them to LER and what their transition into HR from different academic backgrounds look like. My first guest on this episode is Olivia, a second semester from Tuscola, Illinois. She graduated from UIUC with a bachelor's in community health and minored in informatics. Throughout her undergraduate career, she was a member of Kappa Delta Sorority and was on the Alinet's dance team for all four years, serving as social chair, apparel chair, and fundraising as well. Now, in her time in LER, she serves as a LER ambassador on the Student Recruitment Board, or SRB, as well as co-VP of Social Affairs for the Labor and Industrial Relations Association, or LIRA. In Act 1 of this episode, you'll hear Olivia speak on topics about how her internship experience led to her interest in HR, what it's been like for her being so close to home and choosing to extend her time at UIUC, and her favorite memory in LER so far. Hello everyone, my name is Olivia Chester. I'm a current second semester at LER. I'm from Tuscola, Illinois, about 30 minutes south of campus. And I graduated in spring 2022 from UIUC with a bachelor's in community health and minor in informatics. Thank you so much for joining me today. (laughs) Of course, I'm happy to be here. All right, let's kick it off. Let's talk about your undergrad experience at UIUC for a little bit. So you studied community health. Yes. So what is community health exactly? (laughs) So I've had a concentration of um, health administration. So with that, it's a lot of the clerical and the backside of the healthcare system. Um, Mm -hmm. So I learned about a lot about just how to keep a hospital moving, a lot of different insurance things. Okay. So what made you go the community health route? So I went into community health and undergrad pre-dental. I thought I wanted to be a dentist. But after spending some time learning what goes into a functioning healthcare system and all the things it takes for a practice to be successful, I learned that I didn't think I really wanted to own my own practice. Also through some of the um, harder science courses I took, I realized that it just wasn't the path for me. Um, But luckily with community health, there are a lot of different paths you can take with the degree. Mm -hmm. So I knew I wanted to stay in it. Um, But then that far into my bachelor's, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. So what made you look into LER? Like, how did you hear about LER? I actually heard about it through... um, I think a flyer on campus, I think I had seen something that was like, are you interested in HR? And at the time I was like, no. (laughs) Um, But I um, had an internship actually at a healthcare system close to campus. And my main job in that internship was finding my replacement. Mm -hmm. So I was recruiting, looking through applications, interviewing, and then in the end onboarding. And I had actually had a conversation with my supervisor about that. And I was like, I really like this part of health administration. How could I do more? Mm-hmm. And that's when she kind of was like, you need to look into HR because that <laughs> those things I just described are a big part of what HR representatives do. At that point in my life, I was pretty sure that I wanted to stay at Illinois for grad school mm-hmm. just because of coming down from COVID and everything and the fact that I wasn't sure exactly what I wanted to do. I knew that if I weren't to get into a program around this area, it just wasn't the time for me. Mm-hmm. So I obviously looked up Illinois HR and <laughs> LER popped up. Yeah. And on the website, um, obviously there's great statistics out there. This is a great program. I was like, wow, this this can't this is too good to be true. So I Googled like best programs and obviously LER still came up. So I was like, this is definitely something I need to pursue mm-hmm. at that point. So as you were applying or even after you applied, did you ever take uh do a little visit at LER or did you talk to any faculty or staff? I didn't do a visit. 
Um, which at the time I was like, I know the area, I don't need to be there. But if I could go back, I think I would just because, um, my first day of orientation, I had yet to be in the building. Mm. Um, but I did talk to Becky and through that conversation, it definitely made me more interested in the program. So what, what was that conversation like? What of that conversation made you, made you interested in LER? I think the fact that Becky was so welcoming and understanding of the fact I barely knew what HR was at the time. I remember in that conversation, <laughs> I was like, so what do you do with this degree? And she was like, you become an HR representative. <laughs> but she was super nice about it and like gave me examples of like what you can do in corporate HR, which at the time I had no idea that there were so many options. Mm -hmm. um, but just the way she was so welcoming and eager to answer my questions was really, really, um, it was um, comforting to me for sure. As a community health major in undergrad, how do you think that transitioned into LER, into HR? I definitely think there are some transferable skills. Um, since I, like I said, it's a lot of the clerical side of things. There were some statistics that went into that. Um, and also with my minor in informatics, the data analytics portion, there is some of that that transfers over to HR. I also think that to get into community health, you definitely have to be interested in helping people and the greater good of our society to an extent. And I think through HR, you're also able to be an advocate, which is something I didn't get with health administration that mm -hmm. I personally really like. But I definitely think that if you have the mindset to think you'd be good in health admin and thrive in that, that you could also obviously definitely thrive in HR. Yeah, yeah. So how would you compare your undergrad experience in community health and your experience here in LER? I'd say a big difference is the emphasis on professional development. I didn't have much of that in my undergrad experience. There were career services available to me, um, mm -hmm. but it was a lot less individualized. Whereas here, I had my resume reviewed when I first got here. I received a professional headshot. I did some mock interviews. There were a lot more opportunities to develop myself professionally than I feel like I had given to me during my undergrad. Somewhat transitioning into a little bit more personal stuff. So you're from Tuscola, correct? Yes. So would you be considered a townie? Um, it depends who you talk to. It's kind of like the argument of suburbs versus Chicago. Uh, um, uh -huh. I would say I'm a townie to people who aren't from the area, but the people from Champaign may say I'm not a townie. Okay. <laughs> How do you think being a townie has influenced your journey like to or through LER? I think that, honestly, it has played a bit of a role. Like I mentioned, um, being able to stay so close to home and be at a great institution is huge. Mm -hmm. When I was looking into schools for undergrad and grad school, it's hard for me to avoid the fact that this great institution is in my backyard. Mm -hmm. So that was really big for me personally. And uh, through undergrad, I fell in love with the area, and I learned that I could be so close to home but not feel like I am. I really feel like campus is its own little bubble, and it's been really nice to have my support system and family so close while still feeling like I can spread my wings and make my own decisions and have my own freedoms and all that as well. Yeah. Kind of related to that, on the other hand of that, how do you think being a double Illini in this program has influenced your experience here? I think that it's been really nice. Um, I feel like I've been an extra support system for my friends who aren't in from the area. Mm -hmm. I feel like I have advice to give in that sense. Mm -hmm. And on the opposite side of that, I feel like it's been great to make friends that aren't from the area. They've honestly made me look at it in different ways. Mm. And even, like, I can think of an example. My friends have a list of places they'd like to try <laughs> in the, on the campus area. Yeah. And there are places on there that I've walked by probably 30 times in my life and never thought, let me go try that. Mm. But, like, being having friends from, like, other places has really made it exciting for me because it's almost like I'm looking at campus through a different lens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got to get on that list. <laughs> 
what is a do you have a favorite moment or memory at LER with LER people? One of my favorite experiences I've had during my time at LER thus far was going to a Future of HR talent conference um, my first semester. There we had a chance to network with other students, meet with different CHROs from companies, and then um, our main task was creating a TikTok with students from other schools that with the goal of having prospective HR students become more interested in the field Um, because HR isn't something that people necessarily grow up saying they want to go into. So we were trying to target high school and college students to become interested in the field as a whole. I think before that experience, I had a little bit of imposter syndrome being here um, just because I didn't have the traditional path to get here. And being there was really rewarding and kind of solidified my passion in the field itself. Before that, I found myself saying, am I supposed to be here? Do I know enough? I feel like I don't have a background knowledge in these classes. But being with other students from other schools and meeting people that were in the same boat as me and hearing from all these top representatives who may have also not had the traditional path into the field was really comforting and rewarding to me. And what was your TikTok about? What was like your prompt or theme? So we didn't have a specific prompt we had to follow, which really honestly made it harder to pick what we wanted our TikTok to be about. So we decided to scroll through our For You pages and see kind of what was trending at the time, because at the end of the day, um, we wanted our TikTok to go viral. We decided to pull inspiration from the TikToks of people going around campus and asking students questions. So we decided to go to different parts on the South Carolina campus and ask undergraduate students what they thought of of HR, kind of what comes to mind, how much do you think we make, and what do you think, like what is the importance that HR has to the business? And we got a lot of interesting answers, a lot of people saying we hire and fire people, we're the police of the of the business, just different um, perceptions that people had were really interesting to see. So then we kind of took all those perceptions and put in afterwards the reality that there's a lot more that HR does than just hire and fire. It is a career that you can make more good money doing and try to get more people interested in general. You are part of SRB, correct? Correct. So can you tell us a little bit about that and what you do through that Yeah, I'd love to. So SRB is the Student Recruitment Board, and we are in charge of reaching out to and being there for prospective students interested in the program. One of my favorite things we do is have lunch with um, students who are interested in joining LER, so prospective students. Um, That's just a time where they can kind of relax from the more formal meetings and the tours to just sit with us, some current students, and learn a little bit about the program that way. Um, It's been really nice to get to know some of the prospective students and give my insights into the program. Mm -hmm. And what do you think, like what kind of conversations come up during those student lunches? A lot of questions about the coursework. Um, I think a lot of people when they're contemplating different programs or even if they want to go to grad school, um, coursework is a big concern um, Mm -hmm. just in general. And I think easing people's minds and just explaining to them we're able to go to class, be a part of other organizations and clubs like such as SRB, um, still have a social life and be developing ourselves professionally, I think is a really awesome part of the program. And I, in every conversation I've had with a prospective student, course load has come up and I've been able to tell them it's very manageable to stay on top of your work. What is your favorite part about LER? I think my favorite part about LER is the support system as a whole. There is a lot of support from faculty, staff, and other students as well. Um, And everyone wants you to succeed, which I think in a lot of programs, especially professional ones, it's easy for people to feel as though they're competing against each other. Mm -hmm. But I have not felt any of that in this program. Everyone is looking out for each other's best interest um, at every level, which I think is really awesome. 
Last couple questions for you. What do you wish you knew before coming to LER, if anything? I think one thing I wish I knew was kind of what day-to-day life was like for a current student. Um, As we had talked about earlier, some students do decide to come to campus, get a tour, sit in on a class, talk to a current student. I think if I would have done that, it would have eased a lot of my nerves going into the program because there were some unknowns for me that I think I could have prevented by visiting. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing I would change if I could go back. And final question, what advice would you give to graduating Illini that are considering attending LER? I would say go for it and don't be discouraged that you're staying at the same university. Um, Although it is the same, it'll be different in many ways, and you'll be looking through campus in a new lens. You'll have different friends, you'll make different relationships professionally and personally, and there is a lot of growth to still be had on this campus. In Act 2, you'll hear from our second guest, Bartek, a first semester from Burbank, Illinois. Bartek was a member of Kappa Sigma fraternity and has been heavily involved in his local Polish communities. For years, Bartek aspired to be a teacher, but his experiences throughout undergrad made him realize that that was no longer the path for him. After his advisor continuously pushed him to look into LER, Bartek finally decided to give HR a shot. In his interview, you'll hear him talk about his journey of just considering LAR to now loving the program so much that he's pushing all of his friends to apply. Hey, I'm Bartek Szumiec. I'm a first semester student, and I'm excited to be here. Thank you for being here. So how was your undergraduate experience at U of I? Oh, I loved it. Oh, my God. Like, you know, honestly, when I came here, I was really depressed about coming here because I was like because oh, I was in a really bad like mental space so I didn't apply to any of the schools I wanted to I didn't believe in myself I was in a horrible situation and I was like oh. you know I guess I'll go to Champagne and loved every second of it um because I've been here for years now I've done a study abroad here I've met some of my best friends here oh this is I cannot state how much it was a good choice to come here for my undergrad and what did you study here I did history because initially I was supposed to do like a teaching thing. So I'm like, oh, I'll be a history teacher, you know. So I got my history degree and I'm like, I was going to get my minor in secondary ed. Okay, so you you have the teaching background, right? Tell me a little bit about that. So I did that for, I was confident I was going to be a teacher for years since high school. I think sophomore year is when I really decided I'm going to be a teacher. And then all throughout that, I've had an internship outside of school um, that like helped with teaching. And even in school, I did like I did all the credits. I only recently left, like last year, is my junior year. That's when I left the program. Because I started having doubts like more with the program my second year, my sophomore year, where I'm like, well, what do I do? I already have a lot of these credits in this program. I can't, I don't want to transfer. I don't want to change because I still love history. And I really came down to the point where I'm like, what do I do here? And thankfully, like through a lot of like searching, I was able to find this, but honestly... I don't know what I would have done if not for teaching. Yeah. How did you find out about LER? Oh, this is... Uh, I I complained to my advisor a lot. He's like, Bart, have you ever thought about HR? And I was like, not at all. Never in my life would I do that. He's like, you should really think about it. I'm like, no, I will not think about that. Because I'm like, I'm like, why would, I don't want to do that. But like that was the seed that planted it in me. And that's when I was really started to be like, okay, you know what? I'll think about it. Because mm-hmm. then I was actually doing a really big pivot to diplomat. I was like, you know, I'll take the FSOT test. I'll become an American diplomat. You mm. know, I'll travel. I love it, you know. So I was really preparing to do that test there and then. But, you know, that's also very difficult with zone tracks. And you realize, so it really was for me a lot of confusion. Because, like, all sophomore year, I had the idea in my head. And he kept pushing. Oh, he pushed it a lot on me. He's like, Bart, the more and more you complain, the more convinced you'd be for, for, for this program. I'm like, no, I wouldn't be. Like, I don't want to do HR. Because, you know, you have that really stereotypical view, like, you come into the program, uh, you don't come into it, but you hear about the program, and you're just like, what's well, HR? Everyone doesn't, everyone hates HR, like, to be frank. Like, they hear it. Mm, like, a lot of people don't know what HR actually consists of. Oh, absolutely. I was one of them. I was 100% one of them. Mm. You know, because I personally didn't have the best connection with HR in my past experiences. And, um, but then, like, 
the more I complained, the more I complained, and the more because I was still teacher in my in my junior going into it, and then I was like, there, there came a breaking point for me when I was in the classroom, and I just completely swift, and then I was like, and that's when I went to my advisor. I remember telling him like, hey. Because we were right then and we had a plan. He's like, okay, you'll finish your history degree. You'll get your teaching degree so you have a license. And then you'll go into another grad program. And it really came down for me. I was like, you know what? I can't do this. I can't be in this program anymore because just personally, like, these are not my values. And I remember texting him like, hey, what can I do? I really need your advice. I remember. And he was just, he's like, Bart, like, just do it. I'm like, I'm like, fine. You know, he's like, and then the one thing he really told me, he's like, he's like, he's, you know, Brian neighbors. I'm like, no, I have no idea who he is. Mm-hmm. Well, he's like, he was actually a high school uh, history teacher, former high school history teacher. I'm like, mm. and he's like, he's in the program. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, fine. That pushed me over that. You know what? I'll hit him up. So I emailed him and that like kind of set up a lot of things in motion because I was in, I was looking at this program for like two years, but a lot of it was like, I don't want to do it. Like that's really last resort. And then having that conversation really opened my eyes. Like, Oh, this is something I could potentially see, like, and, like, cause even then, even after the conversation, even leading up to the program, I was still like, I don't know, I think it's right. It's So it was a lot of, like... So you had a conversation with Brian. Yeah. So what was that conversation like? I remember texting him, like, hey, I heard you're a former high school history teacher. I'm on that path. I, quite frankly, am not happy here. What led you here? Can I talk to you about it? And he was very, super receptive, super, like, open, like, emailed me back super fast, like, comparatively to a lot of the teachers I've spoken with. Um, mm-hmm. That was a surprise. And how open he was and the, the support he was willing to just actually talk and meet with me. Some of that was, I think at the time, I was either a sophomore at the end of my sophomore year or the beginning of my junior year. And that was really surprising to have um, that open and available. And then to have continued contact with him. And that really did, like, also, like, help ease myself. Like, okay, you know what? There are some skills that I do have here. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, like, every job has skills that apply somewhere else. Yeah, transferable skills. Yeah. Absolutely. But, like, you don't really think about it when you don't have that mindset. When I, when I'm, when I had that mindset of just, I'm going to be a teacher, a lot of the skills that you learn and have in there are super focused on just, like, okay, management, like, classroom management. But you don't understand how that applies until you're there and it kind of clicks. Yeah. Like, for me, a lot of those skills have to click. Even, like, even with a lot of my skills, it was just a lot of stuff, like, I had to really think about what I learned and how that transfers. But, like, once you understand, it's all, like, kind of like a part of a puzzle. And it's really, really cool to, like, to just get that feeling of I understand. Even, like, last week, I was actually, like, in an interview um, for just one company. And I talked about something. He's like, he's like, oh, you should have mentioned that. I'm like, and then we talked about it just more, like, informally. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I, why haven't we talked about it? Like, that's a perfect, like, one-to-one. And, like, that was a whole big thing just right in itself to just like connect like in the middle of an interview and i kind of had a eureka moment and i was like i should really be doing that more um and it was literally about a past thing that i thought was so relevant i like took it off my resume and everything and i'm like oh my god no it's perfect if there are any possible history majors that are interested in this program and are listening to this podcast what would you say to them about ler you know on the surface History does not have a lot of direct skills. Like, it's going to sound weird, but let's take a computer, like a computer science major. Yeah. You're learning computer science. You're learning the concept. Like, I'm not going to talk about like the lingo. I have no idea what the lingo is. Uh, You know, I don't Mm -hmm. know if you're learning in computer science. I'm completely honest. But you're learning something that you're directly using. And history is not like that. History is, you know, you're learning the major. You're learning a lot of skills. But a lot of the skills you're learning in history are, I'd say the biggest one is like how to think. And that's going to sound really weird because everyone thinks on a daily basis. But I think that actually thinking is so useful for your life. And it's when you're looking at, like, one piece of evidence. You're looking at, like, okay, like, uh, we found this script of writing. What does this mean? And you're looking at, like, one person could argue this is means A. Oh, no. And the other can be like, no, look in that. And we take in whatever the other evidence, this means B. And another person be C. So it's all that, like, how that combines. You're like, okay, wait, there's all these different viewpoints. Um, and you have to argue point, you know? And then that comes into, like, the way that comes into HR is there's a lot of that kind of playing out in real time. So would you say that, based off of what you've said just now, a lot of the skills that you acquire as a history major, like analyzing, like, documents or different perspectives... That's all analyzing like past history, past context, bringing that into HR. It's doing the same thing, but it's applying it to how you can better things in the future. Oh, absolutely. Now, I'm just just thinking about like, 
and just even like making like theories and hypothesizing. Okay, if I do this, then how will this affect employees in this sector in the future in five years, ten years? What do you think was like the final nail in the coffin of? Oh yeah, I want to go to LER. This is for me. <laughs> this is gonna sound kind of weird. Okay. My <laughs> final coffin that I want to be here was once I was here. Mm. Like I did the entire like the entire lead up to it. I was like. I don't know if this is a fit. And it didn't help that last semester this semester before started. Um, I was in Korea. So it's not even like I was anywhere near the campus. I didn't know anyone in the program. Well, I knew one person, but like I didn't I wasn't in close contact with them. But like I was like, I didn't know what the program was, I didn't know how it looked like. I'm like, I'm already going in second semester. Like that's not the traditional route. But I'm sitting there, I'm like, I don't know what I'm gonna like it. And a lot of it was like, you know, I don't have a fallback, do I? Like I left a teaching degree, I have to do this. And uh, it was scary because it was like I'm taking out a lot of debt to do this and i don't know if this is even for me like yeah i like had the meetings i did the tour of the school and everything i loved everything i had but it was still just like i have no direct experience because i've spoken to some people here that have like direct yeah like oh i have a i've had this internship um with this company i was doing hr and i had this job in hr i'm like i'm like i haven't like what does that make me like how am I supposed to compare? Like I you already know what you're doing this. You're confident you want to do this. You already had the experience and you're like, you know what, I need to further myself. I don't have any of that. For me, it's kind of just like I'm here because I'm here, but I'm not sure if I deserve to be here. But honestly, the first week I was challenged in a way that like I haven't been challenged before because I'm gonna be honest, I'm a history major. Yeah. I yeah, I had all the history classes and they're all the advanced, you know, but, but I love history. So it was never but like it was never like oh you have an essay coming up oh you have a test coming up I never cared because I I was good at it I was naturally good at it mm-hmm. that was something that always came into me history was like it was my thing so I'm like oh easy like I'll bust this paper out like ten page paper I'll bust it in a night and like yeah, that's what I do I was I was good at that and it was just um I had an understanding I knew what I was doing so I was never like worried even if it was a new project or anything with HR though I nothing classroom related no no experience in my mind that i knew that i had until i thought about it but so i was really just like i don't want to do but like the first week and i'd say the week and a half really into like the second week once i had the challenge because i was challenged every day i'd redo the readings i would do like oh, i'd do all the work and i'd still be like okay you know what? i need to actually understand this mm-hmm. and uh through questions in class and just realizing that it's a good challenge like i was enjoying the content that was really the biggest thing when i was like i wouldn't understand something but i'd, I'd ask one of my professors and it would click and honestly a lot of it came down to i get it now and that was like the you know, when you're thinking about policies like okay if i did this and like even just the, like the, the classroom exercise like okay what policies could you have in place here that prevent this and this it all just came together and that's when i'm like you know i i don't get this i accept still every day in class i'm still just like okay i don't understand what's happening at this moment this moment but i always want to learn more and like i think that's what's really kept me just like i'm engaged with all the content i like the content i want to continue learning i'm not mm-hmm. like confused also really helps that comparatively like i've had a lot of knockoff classes in my undergrad years and here everything you're doing is actually relevant mm-hmm. that yeah. really helps just what am I doing here? Like, there is no confusion. Like, you're not, like, doing some assignment. You're like, this is useless. This is pointless in, like, five years. No, this is directly relevant. Everything. Like, I haven't... All these times, I've, I've not found a single thing that's been, like, irrelevant. Everything's been actually, like, I can see myself using day-to-day life. And that, I think, is really just been the, the, the clicker in my mind. Like, this is, yeah. I can see like, myself enjoying this. Yeah. And so just being here more and more is really just solidifying. Yeah. Your choice is being reaffirmed now that you're actually here. Yeah. Okay. Oh, absolutely. I was talking to my advisor about it. Like, cause I still, I'm still in contact with my like with my history advisor all the time. I actually just emailed him last today, um, and he was telling me he's like, Bart, you know, I've pushed a lot of um, people that are like history and teaching students HR. I'm like, oh, I'm like, how does that work? He's like, you're the only one that's ever done it. Oh wow. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, how long have you been? He's like, I've been doing it. I've been here for years. I've been pushing for years. You're the only ones took me up on the offer because everyone else thought it wasn't transferable, and it's kind of a shocker to me. If you were to compare your undergrad experience versus your experience at LER, what do you think are, like, the big differences? Even in a smaller major, because I was in history. History is only, like, 300-ish people. Okay. Maybe a bit above, like, mid-60s. It's not a big program. Um, You'll see some people, yeah, but you don't... You go to class with someone, yeah? Even during class, you're not talking to them. You're in class. And unless you're expressly making yourself available 
to the program, you're not going to get support here. But here it's the fact that you're at the school so much, like mm-hmm. in terms of you have interview sessions or you have an interview and how small it is. And there's only like, what, three classrooms? You're you're always yeah. running into these people, whether it's before class, during class, after class. The events that the program does collectively, uh, the, the, you don't get that in other things. Like, yeah, there was a history club. I was part of the history club. But you went to the meeting once a week, and then there was nothing outside of that. Like, there was no, like, oh, let's hang out after this. There was none of that. And I come from a small major, too. Like, history is not a huge major on this campus. So the, imagine like what you're in a major with what a thousand people like psychologies thousand two hundred I have no big I have no idea how big they are. You're not going to be able to engage with any of those students. You might see someone and be like, "Hey, who are you? Oh, I'm a psychology major." Oh, no way! It's, even if you're in the same class, same everything, you wouldn't hear. But here, because of the size, and even on this big campus, and the fact that everything's contained to one building, completely different. Like I remember being a history student. We have a, like a floor on the history student, yeah, but. Our classes could be in any building, like realistic. And so you don't have that sense of community where here's like, okay, you're part of LER and you're way more established as being a part of the school and just the community that the school has. So that's, I, I really do not think that you can get that type of like experience in any of the other majors unless they're just as small and just as contained. Yeah. It's not even just a numbers thing. You can feel that people are intentionally right. trying to reach out and oh, yeah. make friends did your experience talking to anybody, like either faculty or staff or even current students at that time, does any of what they said, now you're in the program, does that like click? Or do you see something where they're like, oh, that's actually not my experience or that is my experience? I think I'd have to say the support. Everyone, all the students I spoke to at the time were really pushing the support you have as a student. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I didn't know what that meant. Mm-hmm. In the sense that, you know, I had my advisor support at the time, loved my advisor, but since we had such different, since I had such different goals, it wasn't always necessarily applicable. And, you know, you didn't have the one-on-one with professors, you know, you had some, like, teachers, but you didn't really have a strong support. And honestly, I was, part of that is my fault. I never really engaged with it. Mm. And it was a very just, it's there, but the thing is, they would it's be. It's there if you need it, but, like, you have to go out of your way. Okay. They're there. But you kind of have to start, like, if you're ever in a problem, they're not going to be the ones that come to you. Mm. Um, so I never had a problem, so I would never go to them, so I never used it. And here, just seeing the amount of support, because I've I had plenty of issues where I've spoken to the to some of the faculty here with my own personal issues. And uh, even with the professionally and personally, and even just seeing the support that other students get. Like, I can see the support they're getting. I'll see them in the meetings. I'll, I'll see the advice. Like, literally, one day I remember I was randomly um, just taken to one of the faculty per, um, into Nell's office, and she was like, hey, we're going to fix this, this, and this based on your past three interviews. And, like, none of that was asked for. She was just like, no, you're going to you're gonna do this. Mm-hmm. And just getting that, like, oh, I didn't realize I messed that up. And I'm getting support in, like, aspects I did not expect to get at, like, support in because it was never a thing that I was used to. So really getting the support in the program has been amazing. And um, I'm actually trying to push a friend right now to join the program. Mm, and mm-hmm. I'm advertising heavy on what we get, like the support, the students, the fact that everything. I'm like, you need to be here. And the support's a big one. Like, I have not met a single person that's been unwelcoming, um, that's been disinterested. Like, every student genuinely is like, hey, who are you? Like, what's up? Like, I remember I went to one of my classes, my first class ever. It was, um, it was uh, 521 with Professor Leroy. Mm. And... There's only maybe, like, one other first semester there. It doesn't help that I didn't go to orientation just due to personal reasons. Mm -hmm. So I knew no one. I knew no one in my cohort. Uh, I knew no one from the second semesters, the third semesters. And then people were like, hey, you're a first semester, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, my name's this. Like, people were coming up to me asking, like, what's what's your name? Like, who are you? And, like, they were super supportive of me and, like, willing to support. And they're like, hey, um, you're going to, like, um, this event uh, we have. Like, you're coming, right? Like, you know, just to talk and actually be, like, interested. Like, that, that is, it's all, like, hey, everyone's nice and willing to talk to you. They'll come up to you. They'll come to that. It's fantastic. So, honestly, I say students because students, you're engaging with the students every single day. Yeah. Um, even when you're not in class. So, just having that nice, the fantastic interactions, it really, that's also you don't expect it. You don't know it. You don't understand it until you're there. 
One more question, one final question for you. What advice would you give to graduating Illini that are looking into LER? This is this is this is a hard one. Honestly, I did not expect the last one. I thought it'd be like, all right, did you enjoy your products? Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, just do it. I'm I'm still from Nike here. Uh, like, <laughs> you're not gonna like if you think that you can do it. You know, like I like I came to the program honestly not even knowing if I'd like it, and I've turned out to love it. Act three, last but certainly not least, you'll hear from Xavier, a second semester from Chicago, Illinois. Throughout undergrad and even during his time in LER, Xavier has been an active member of Dance 2XS Caliente, a dance group that specializes in performing to a variety of Latin genres. Throughout his life, Xavier has been a huge sports fan, and in hopes of staying close to his passion, he decided to pursue a degree in kinesiology and try to become a physical therapist. In his interview, you'll learn why he ultimately decided against pursuing PT, how he learned about LER through a close friend, and what the transition has been like coming in with a science background. Hi guys, uh, my name is Xavier Uribe. Uh, I'm a second semester here at LER, um, and I also graduated from the University of Illinois as an undergrad as well. So you graduated spring 2022. Mm -hmm. What did you major in? I was a kinesiology major on a pre-PT track, so physical therapy. That, that was my original career aspiration. So what led you from kinesiology mm -hmm. to HR? What was that journey? What was that transition like? Um, honestly, the transition was not difficult at all, like surprisingly. Um, so I'm a big sports guy. I was, I was on the basketball team in high school. Mm -hmm. I love all sports. Mm -hmm. um, and I felt like when going into college, I was like, I want to do physical therapy because I want to be around sports because I know I'm like, I'm not gonna go to the NBA. Like that's not, <laughs> you know, I'm five seven. You know, I'm not gonna. <laughs> those goals have sailed. You know, <laughs> um, but I want to be around sports. You know, and I'm like, how can I do that and still, you know, make a career you know, out of it? Mm -hmm. And okay, I could do physical therapy because you know I had like a lot of injuries in high school and like my athletic trainers, you know, helped me things. I'm like, but um, so I want to do that. But as I got closer to, like, my senior year of undergrad, um, I went to a lot of, like, info sessions with physical therapy, like, people who are currently, like, we're currently in physical therapy mm -hmm. school and stuff. And they <laughs> they did not like it. You know, they just, they, they wish they never did it. Oh. And they had the same, like, kind of idea, mindset of mine. Like, oh, yeah, I want to be around sports. But it's just, like, it's very, it's really hard to do that as a physical therapist. Like, you really need, like, connections, build your repertoire, like, you know, like, and things of that sort, but I thought to myself, I'm like, I don't want to be miserable for the next three years, you know, like, and going to school, including summers, you know, like, and put myself in all that debt mm. for something, like, that I won't even get out of it, you know, so yeah. I kind of learned, I'm like, I can still be around, like, sports and involved in sports, but I don't have to make that, like, around my career as well, so, like, separate the two. Mm -hmm. um, so when in deciding, like, what I was going to do, because I already finished all my credits for graduation, um, and for PT school, um, I actually have a friend who went to LER mm -hmm. and he graduated from it. He works at IBM now. Feel free to shout him out if you want. Shout out Goose, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's been like my mentor through this whole process at LER, but, um, He's always told me about it since he had joined it when I was a freshman in undergrad. But again, at the time I'm like, oh, HR, I don't want to do HR. What's, <laughs> what's HR? You know, I don't want to do all that. Um. Until when I was reconsidering everything and he told me more about it and just, you know, I was like, hey, just go to an info session. Like, if you don't like it, then you don't have to do it, you know. And I went to an info session um, and I also spoke with Becky mm -hmm. and, and I gave, I, I gave Be Becky my resume and talked to her. I'm like, is this something like would I fit here? Like, yeah, would, would it be a smooth transition? And off of one conversation with Becky, like, boom, like she convinced me like that. Um mm. What was that conversation like? What did she say yeah. that convinced you? Yeah, I think after just like, just again, just talking to her and she was putting me at ease. She was like, you know what? Like you have all the qualities that it takes to work with people. Like, I worked with people like, you know, in undergrad, right? As mm -hmm. a, I had to, like it's, you know, going to PT profession. Um, and she's like, 
the HR stuff is easy to learn. Like you're gonna learn that on the job in the classes. Like especially like if you could, if you have a, if you have a great all these great grades, you know, learning chemistry and biology. <laughs> these courses are gonna be like a breeze for you. You mm-hmm. know, in terms of like how to study and prep and stuff like that. Yeah. Or learning the material. And she's like, it's those soft skills that are hard to teach, right? And hard to learn. And she's like, I can tell that you like developed those already, like through all your experiences, like. Because I was artistic director for my dance team, so I, you know, had, I had a lot of leadership experiences, mm-hmm. um, as well as just like again, those soft skills that I developed. Um, but she also convinced me. I remember I was like, "But I'm a science major. It's like, is it gonna lay over? You know, like I'm at courses, and I took a multitude of like, fi- uh, not physics, psychology courses, communication courses, mm-hmm. um, things of that sort, even business courses too, and. She had told me, I remember she was like, oh, I was a bio major. And she's like, look at me now, you know, like, so, <laughs> yeah. like, anything's possible, like, you know. So I was just like, yeah, like, you're right, you know. Like, I shouldn't, like, put myself down for it just because I'm a science major and people pump coming in are probably studied HR or or uh, psychology or communication. So I really, like, I'm like, I try to use that to my advantage, if anything, you know, yeah. coming in here. And, you know, especially during recruitment and stuff like that, but. Uh, I definitely credit Becky as well as the info sessions. A lot of the students who were currently in um, LER, mm-hmm. they had nothing bad to say. Like compared to like the PT info sessions, right? Everyone was like, "I wish I regret it. Like I, I don't want to do. Yeah. Like, I'm in so much debt now." And they were, I'm, I'm glad they were honest with me, right? Like I know people just try to sell, you know, to mm-hmm. come here, come do that. And in LER, I even asked someone, like, I'm, I can't remember the student's name, but he was, I was like, "What don't you like about LER?" And he's like, "Honestly, he's like." I love LER. Like, there's no, I love the, the 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 people, the professors, um, the opportunities that are given here. So I was just like, wow. Like, if you can't you, you name one bad thing about you know your program, like, they're obviously doing something right here. So mm-hmm. a lot of it was like that plus Becky plus one of my my best friend Goose. You know, like all those factors put together like helped me come to that decision to apply and then obviously accepting to come here. So. I think my my thing about, like, the way I go about life is just, like, I'm very open-minded, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't like to stay stagnant and stuff like that. Um, I think that's another reason why I was, like, so intrigued into HR after I heard, like, more about it, right? Like, people always think hiring, firing, this, this, and that, when yeah. there's so much more to it, and it doesn't feel as stagnant, and, like, you're constantly learning, you know, constantly challenged, and that's what I like to do. You know, I like to be challenge and like like problem solving and things of that sort so i felt like it was just like a perfect fit at the time you know like not to say like i'm gonna do hr for my whole life but like it's definitely what i want to do now you know Mm -hmm. how would you taking all of this into consideration how would you compare your experience with your undergrad experience versus your experience in ler now um i would say the work definitely feels like more meaningful um, especially since we only have class like once a week compared to like undergrad, you may have a class like two, three times a week and you'll like skip class if you're tired or something. Mm-hmm. I feel like here, like if I feel that way, like I, I actually want to come to class, you know what yeah. I mean? Like I actually, the things that we learn in our courses, like are things we could like transfer like into our, like the work life that we're going to be experiencing soon. Um, and I feel like I'm just like constantly learning. And what makes it fun is that like you can tell the professors are like, they love teaching what they're teaching, right? Like, they love doing what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and that's, what, like, part of the reason, like, people show up to class, you know, to those 8 a.m.s that are really hard to go to or things of that sort, back-to-back classes. I know last semester I had back-to-back classes. Oh, man. From, like, 8 to 2. <laughs> and that was, I respect that was, you for yeah, that. <laughs> that was a struggle. But, again, like, I went to those classes, you know? Like, I, I could have easily just, like, not have gone, you know? Yeah. Um, but I wanted to because, like, even if they didn't take, like, attendance, you know, like, there wasn't attendance points or participation points. Like, I I wanted to be involved in the conversation and, like, you know, like, the things that they were being taught in those courses. So, um, and then the variety that's provided, I feel like, here um, in the courses you can take, I think that's also really good. Because I know, like, for example, an undergrad, um, you're given courses that you have to take, right? And mm-hmm. those are a lot of courses. I feel like here you're given, like, these are required. They don't give you a required course, but they're like required section that you need to. At yeah. least one. And they give you a variety of that. So I'm like, I like that, you know. So, um, in terms of that, I definitely think the work is more meaningful compared to that of undergrad. 
um honestly i feel like the scheduling just makes my balance like with school life balance like much easier too mm-hmm. um being able to like have like little blocks of like okay here i go to the gym or here and i have time to go to work stuff like that but um i think lar provides like a lot of flexibility too in the two ish semesters that you've been in LER what do you think is your favorite part yeah I think it's just like how friendly everybody is like like Mm -hmm. it almost feels like a family you know especially like I feel like our cohort is so close and like so friendly to one another and it it's just like amazing how much like we can like also just like rely on each other right like especially like i felt like during recruitment season i remember brian and Nell mentioning how like it could get a little bit competitive mm-hmm. and we didn't feel that i didn't feel that at all like i honestly felt more support more yeah. than anything you know and i was also happy to like lean that support to other people who needed it as well like i never wanted to like try to put myself in advantage above anyone else and i never felt that with anyone else either like trying to do that to me um like i remember um, I'm not going to say his name, but he, he had called me one night because he was, like, struggling with recruitment. Mm-hmm. And we were on the phone for about, like, two hours. Asking, He was just asking for advice on, like, or how I approached, yeah. you know, interviews. And not to say that, like, oh, I was amazing or perfect or anything, but, you know, being able to relay that. And then he was able to get his, like, dream, the, the, his, mm-hmm. his um, dream internship that he wanted, like, at the company or dream company. So I was, like, really happy that, like, I was able to play a part in that. You know what I mean? But I think that's, like, the one thing I really like is, like, I remember when I first joined LER and people, I was meeting people, I was like, everyone's a little too nice, you know? <laughs> that's what <laughs> I it remember felt like. this conversation. Yes, yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm like, everyone, I don't know if everyone's being fake or, you know, whatever, but I'm like, but genuinely everyone is just yeah. super nice. Like, it's kind of crazy. It's honestly, like, it's a good, it makes me want to come to class and, like, want to, like, interact with everybody and, like, it's cool that, like, or forget, like, randomized in class. Like, I don't care who I'm with because, like, everyone, like, is mm. awesome, you know, so. Okay. I would say, like, that's the one thing I really enjoy about LER and, like, my one and a half semesters. So you talked a little bit about, like, the social and support system with students. Mm -hmm. Throughout your recruitment season, Mm -hmm. but also throughout LER and your two-ish semesters here, what does that look like from staff and faculty? Oh, yes. I... (laughs) I probably was in Brian and Nell's office like every day, like okay. after, or like after every interview or something, like just you know really going through. Because especially toward the end when I was coming to like my final decision and what to like, I was really struggling on like where to go or what to choose. And um, I think the best thing was like they didn't pressure me to do anything, you know, like or pressure me to like take that first offer or like you know, especially because I understand like there's some students that you know may have not gotten offers or things. Like that. So I was very grateful for that, but. Just also their support of, like, not pressuring me to do anything that I wouldn't feel comfortable doing. Um, and also giving me, like, obviously, like, the, the words of advice that they've probably given, like, students. Because they've been doing this for years, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the faculty and then, like, professors understanding, like, when you have interviews and letting you leave class or things of that sort. So one of my final questions for you mm-hmm. is, one, now as an LER student and you've been through almost two semesters, what mm-hmm. do you wish you knew before coming to LER as a double Illini? Ooh, that's a good question. Recruitment is, like, like what you make of it, right? Like, I've heard from, like, my friend, like, it's, oh, it's very stressful like, and things like that. So I, I was prepared for that. Um, but I kind of wish that, like, I knew what went into it in terms of, like, how the info sessions worked or, like, mm how important networking is um like after info sessions or like yes, outside outside yes. of that um and how big of a role that plays when they're considering candidates um but other than that i, I think i kind of knew what to expect and i also knew like there was things that i wasn't gonna know you know until i got there and my second to last question yeah, i'm yeah. adding another one no go ahead <laughs> What advice would you give to someone graduating from a program that's not necessarily related to HR? Mm, I think it's, like, easier said than done, right? Because um, I know, like, people struggle with, you know, having that confidence. But I, I really think it's having that confidence in yourself <laughs> and your own abilities. Um, again, like, I really did not see me being a Kines major, like, 
gonna hinder me from getting an internship or mm-hmm. things or like having the opportunity who someone else who had an HR like background already you know and I had like there's people who came into this program with HR experience already with a few internships under their belt or things of that sort like I really just came in with confidence and I'm like I would you know recommend the same like that was me. this was me stepping out of my comfort zone and right? that's the only way you're gonna grow like as a person yeah. like overall and I feel like just challenging yourself, pushing yourself, like, okay, like, how can I lean on these other resources that I have um, that can help me grow, right? So that's why I leaned on Nell and Brian and Becky or other professors or, honestly, like, my, my peers, you know? So I think just saying, like, have that confidence in yourself and your abilities, even if you don't even have, like, the HR experience, right? Because you probably have other experiences that, again, led you to come here. Like, there's yeah. a reason you're here, you know? So don't doubt yourself. Um, confidence is key for sure. If you were to talk to some, if you were to talk to a graduating Illini who's on the edge considering going to LER, Mm -hmm. they've got the offer, but they haven't accepted yet. Mm -hmm. What would you tell them? What is your selling point? I think I would say if you want a place where you can make the most of like your education and your experience, um, as well as have like a, honestly somewhat like a family oriented um support system that's you know away from home it's definitely i feel like it's going to be here for sure like i've never met such a group of people where they're excited to learn more <laughs> what we're learning the things that we're learning um excited to like have each other's company outside of class mm-hmm. um you know through maybe like through little tmp things or little other events that we host um honestly uh my whole time here at U of I this is probably one of been like my best experiences um that I can say like I've enjoyed to wrap it all up you heard from three LER students all from different academic backgrounds about their journey to and through LER I've noticed that throughout all of the interviews I've conducted with students so far there seems to be a common theme that always gets brought up LER, and that could mean the faculty, staff, and even the students, provides such an incredible support system that really sets you up for success. And from what I and other students can attest to is that everyone at LER is very intentional about reaching out and making those connections. And the hands-on support from faculty and staff is truly unmatched. If you'd like to learn more about LER, make sure to check out our website at ler.illinois.edu. If you want to hear more from the student perspective, make sure to reach out to some SRB ambassadors like Olivia. Their information is available on the website under the Perspective Students tab. That's all I have for this episode. Again, I'm CJ Capilar, and thank you so much for listening, and stay tuned for more of Listen and Learn, the LER podcast.